Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Send your emails to uh, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. We're on Facebook, of course. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and uh, emails, like I said, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and at the Roy Green Show for Twitter. Now, we've been talking a lot over the last few weeks, and particularly yesterday, we had a conversation about um, with Dr. Christian Luprecht about the French presidential election, Emmanuel Macron uh, versus Marine Le Pen, and uh, how is this going to be turning out? It would, either way, it meant a significant. Uh, it would have a significant impact on, on Europe. And if it was going to be Le Pen, then it would be far more uh, troublesome to the European Union than uh, if Macron won. And it appears that Macron has won with Marine Le Pen making a concession phone call to the uh, president-elect of France. Jeff Semple is the Global News European Bureau Chief, and he joins us from Paris. Jeff, thank you very much for the time. Uh, was this a um, was this a, a cut-and-dried election when it... You know, eventually, as the votes were counted today, was it was it a walk a walk away for uh, for Macron? How much do we know? Yeah, well, what we know uh, uh, is at this point is from the exit polls, uh, which were released about forty five minutes ago, and uh, they give Macron, the centrist candidate, a significant lead, about sixty five percent to Marine Le Pen at thirty five percent, pretty wow. close to what the opinion polls had predicted. To their credit. Uh, they needed a win, didn't they, after the year they've had? And it appears they got one here, and so did Emmanuel Macron, uh, becoming the youngest French president in history at 39 years old. And he's also the first president in more than half a century to be elected not belonging to one of those two major parties here yeah. in France, the Republicans and the Socialists, who you'll remember were wiped out in the first round. So Macron sweeping to victory here. He's expected to take the stage and address his fans. We were just down at the election, his election night event in central Paris, just in front of the Louvre, that iconic museum, of course, where a party is well underway here. And people, I think a lot of them, are less excited about him and just relieved that Marine Le Pen didn't win the day. Um, is this now a divided country? Is France divided along urban versus um, uh, rural parts of the country? Was it was it uh, the rural parts of the country that had a greater interest in in, uh, in Le Pen and, uh, and the urban areas a greater interest in, in Macron or, or not that way at all? Yes, no, that's it. It's it is it's a similar story, isn't it? From this, you know the the vote in the United Kingdom yeah. last year for Brexit and for Donald Trump in the United States. Similar theme here. The rural areas outside of the big cities were largely in favor of Marine Le Pen. And in Paris, it's hard to find anyone who supported her, to be honest. And we've been trying for the last few days, although, you know, they are there and they are more outspoken. I mean, a lot of them talking about just a few years ago, anyone in Paris who supported the Front National would keep their head, head down and be quiet and almost do it in secret. Um, but now, certainly, it, it is a force to be reckoned with. But you're right. I mean, the urban-rural divide 
divide is significant here, and France is viscerally divided. We have seen and heard the protests on both sides, and there is a palpable hatred from the left to the right and the right to the left. And now that daunting task of uniting both sides will fall to Emmanuel Macron, who is a centrist candidate, but it is hard to, and now he'll have to look forward to their parliamentary legislative elections next month, and he will have to try and form a government. And remember, we're talking about a guy who, who launched his own political party last year. So Amazing. now he has to start from scratch to build a government, to build some kind of consensus to move forward. Without a party affiliation, is he going to be able to govern effectively? Well, I think a lot of, of his critics would say absolutely not. And I think um, to have to, to make that work, he's going to have to reach out to the people that he has been doing battle with over the course of this campaign. It's, it's hard to imagine. I mean, you know, we keep making the comparisons to the United States, but it would sort of be like, uh, you know, the president without the, the House of Republicans or the Senate. I mean, he's really kind of out on his own here, and he's going to have to find some way to bridge those gaps if he wants to govern effectively. I've heard people say that for Le Pen, it was not more of an issue five years from now, but certainly was a factor that she was considering. She may have been running for uh, 2022 more than she was running for 2017. Any value, any, uh, any value to that point? Yeah, I think that's a fair point, and I think we've heard that from her own supporters, many of whom had already conceded, based on the opinion polls they'd seen, that they were probably going to lose tonight like they have, but they are looking forward to the next time. And, you know, there is reason for hope for them, in part because... Unlike Brexit, unlike Donald Trump, Marine Le Pen owned the youth vote for the most part in this country, particularly youth who were voting for the first time between the ages of 18 and 24 who, without a university degree. They overwhelmingly supported Marine Le Pen. We've been actually, uh, over the past couple of days, talking to the youth wing of the Front National, and they are absolutely committed to her cause. They are upset about the fact that youth employment in France has been stuck at around 25% for a long time, and they're looking for someone to flip politics in France upside down. They believe she's the one to do it. And so it's hard when you look at the youth momentum for her and her campaign to think that this is something that's going away. Yeah, I know you're pressed for time. This uh, election in France will inevitably have some impact. I don't know how much, but it'll have a certain amount of impact on the British election in a few weeks and certainly on the uh, German election in August. Well, it will insofar, I think, as the, the momentum for the, for the populist candidates in those, in those countries. I mean, I think people in Britain were actually a little bit wary of uh, having to go into the Brexit negotiations with Emmanuel Macron, who was very committed to the European Union. Arguably, it might have been easier for them to negotiate with a woman, Marine Le Pen, who also yeah. wants to get out of the European Union. But you're right. Another key election to watch this year in Europe is coming up this fall in Germany, where Angela Merkel will try and defend her post. She's polling well ahead, just like Emmanuel Macron. And so we are starting to see, like we did in the Netherlands, like we did in Austria, these populist candidates coming, stop, stopping short of taking power, coming in second, uh, sometimes a close second, but second nonetheless. And that is a relief, certainly, to Western leaders, no doubt Justin Trudeau in Canada among them, who are pro-free trade, pro-globalization, and are very wary of these populist leaders who are looking to flip the Western liberal order on its head. Jeff, thank you so much for the time. Good talking to you. Anytime. Thanks, Roy. All the best. Jeff Semple is the uh, European Bureau Chief for Global News, joining us from Paris, where Emmanuel Macron is the incoming president 
of France. It's interesting that he doesn't have a political party behind him very well. He has his own en marche is the, uh, is the name of his campaign. Uh, one moves or one walks or one marches. Literal translations from French to English are sometimes a challenge. But, uh, but he now has the responsibility of running a country that has, is on edge because of terrorism issues. He has uh, a country that's on, on edge on uh, social issues, as Jeff was saying. There's a lot of division between rural and urban France. And I think you're going to find that in a lot of European countries. There's that, that unease. And instead of having a cohesive society, you have societies. Well, it's happening in, uh, it's happening in, uh, in other countries. It's happening in the United States to a certain extent. It's happening in Canada where people are, if not at each other's throats, they have a lot of arguments with one another about what's most significant and what's most important. I think that in, in the finishing second now, happened in, uh, in, in the Netherlands a few weeks ago with Gerrit Wilders finishing second, I think in four or five years' time, it's going to be fascinating to watch what happens uh, with elections upcoming. We're back after this. Stay with us.